Apocaflix Now, the movie hangout show from Apocaflix Movies. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and I have two gentlemen joining me today, Mr. Jake Berlin and Keith Barnes. What is going on, guys? Excited, man. Got some... Uh, I, I'm excited for tonight because one reason, and we have a massive Harry Potter guy with us, and we got some really interesting Harry Potter news. That is fair. Harry Potter, the Wizarding World universe. Wait, the, sorry, the wizard, the Wizarding World, not Harry <laughs> Potter, the Wizarding World. I can't yes. wait for the day when we're we're talking about Harry Potter nine coming out. That that'll be the day. But <laughs> I would hope Brian will be here for that. <laughs> but also, we're talking some Sean Connery, and yeah, well, some, it's. I mean, it's sad. I mean, sad we're celebrating him, and yeah. I didn't mean to sound happy that he passed away, but I'm just saying we're. We're talking some Sean Connery films in celebration. A legend for sure. Agreed. And we got some big Bond fans in the house as well. Um, yeah, so <laughs> yes. like Jake said, we are going to discuss some Fantastic Beasts franchise news coming up shortly. Before we get to that, we're going to discuss the movie watching challenge. And we'll talk about our upcoming watch along. And then we'll get to some Sean Connery movies. And We'll plug one of our other shows that we do here on Apocalypse Movies. Keith, how's it going, man? It's been a while since I've seen you. How you been? Doing good, man. Uh, Weather's getting colder. Uh, Dude, the it's cold so weather, nice. nice Thursday. It's so nice. I love it, but it hit me out of nowhere. Me too. I was like, yeah. oh, it's cold now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we had a day last week where it was like 85, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it was just Went out in the morning. It's like, oh, oh man. Ooh. I'm like busting <laughs> out the sweat. I'm in a sweatshirt. I'm I'm yeah. comfortably yeah. in a sweatshirt. Yeah. No, I actually had yes. to go pick up some winter clothes, like some winter clothes today. I was like, I need just some like some sweats, things like that. And because yeah, right. for my job, I wear shorts, and I'm like, I need to get some sweat, like some like kind of workout sweats, you know, <laughs> to wear to my job. I'm like, I can't yeah. be doing this in the cold. There's no way. And the yeah, parking lot is huge. So I got to like walk like 10 minutes to my car. No way. And, you know, people <laughs> from other states where it's like actually freezing are probably would call us babies because we live in California. Oh, they're, they're, and yeah, they're very. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, oh, oh, yeah. it's <laughs> 72 and we're freezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get to the movie watching challenge uh, where Keith was previously challenged um, by a movie that Jake chose, and that was The Guest, a movie that has been discussed for a long time here at Apocalypse Movies by Jake Berlin, and I still have not seen yes. it, so maybe I'm going to have to watch by, it one day. By the time, oh. by the time all hmm. of this is done, I will have, I'm going to, my goal <laughs> is to challenge all of you to watch The Guest. Everybody who watches <laughs> at least at least one, yeah. Just do it every time. Just throw the guest yeah. out every yeah. time, unless it's somebody who's already seen it, and and it'll eventually happen. Um, and yeah, so we're gonna hear Keith's thoughts on the guest, and then we'll talk about who was challenged next. So Keith, take it away, man. The guest, uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, what's his name again? I forgot his name. Dan uh, Stevens. Dan Is Stevens. he the star of Dan Stevens? He's he's just a, he's one of the people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a ensemble, but he's yeah. I figured. Yeah, that's yeah. well. I see him. That's what I think of. Is Downton Abbey. Oh, you know what I thought about too? Um, he he'd be a good Constantine as well. We should have should added him to our uh, yeah. He watch would. our uh yeah. He Constantine would. Wow. table that episode. Is a great he'd actually be a really good Constantine. 
That is a great choice. Well, and what yeah. makes him so good is he played a similar character with Legion. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting who's on that. He's Legion, yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, good call. But uh, no, the guest, we were talking about the guest. Uh, was this 20? I thought it was, it was 2014, was this movie? I didn't know. 2014, it was that old. yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. I'd never heard of it until uh, you challenged Geo earlier this year. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Good movie. Um, it's nice and it's, it's short, you know, kind of, well, not short. It's a, relatively short compared to you know, what stuff is now you know so but it's a nice pace nice brisk uh run time uh and it kind of just gets right to it man it's it's uh obviously right when it starts you know okay there's something up <laughs> you know and i like the way it all unfolded he plays a good he plays a you, you can see why he's like he played a very charming guy um obviously you know what he said his relation to this family was. Um, you kind of see how he got himself in that position, but it's also kind of like, what are you doing? Like if you're the if you're the family, it's like, what are you what are you doing? I know I know what he's telling you here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, come on in, yeah, yeah, stay with us for a few. Like, well, yeah, come on, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, I like the oh the kid, the kid's really good in it. He's really I good. admire. Him. Yeah, man. Uh, no, I wish I'd talked to him at the draft. I know you guys, you've met him probably a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's really good. He's a good actor, man. I'd like to see him doing more stuff. I, I was looking at his bio. He's done a lot of stuff. I, I didn't I didn't realize. I had no idea. But He's an outlander. Uh, or, is he? Okay, wow. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. The OA. The OA. Reason. The OA. I saw that, yeah. Is he in that yeah. show? He's in the yeah. OA. Yeah. I've watched yeah, I no both idea. seasons. I Oh, I gotta look into that. He's in the yeah, right. Played, yeah, 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 yeah. He's 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 really good in this. Um, and the daughter's great. To me, she's the star of this whole thing. I, I Michael Monroe, she thing. is. Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. She, yeah, she's really great. You got uh, you got um, uh, I didn't get his name either. Sorry, uh, from John Wick, the the hotel, oh, the hotel John. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome in this. <laughs> he's really great. The only negative, uh, that's kind of, I don't know if it's a nitpick or not, but basically, because it's basically, and I'm not going to spoil, of course, but um, this is like Treadstone, <laughs> pretty much, right? That's the thing I was thinking of, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, kind of, kind of, sort of. It felt like that's the way it felt like. It was like a little bit of Jason Bourne. I mean, I, like, I, I don't want to spoil too much for Jacob, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, it's it's like maybe the murderous treadstone. Yes, that's exactly how I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, so this is like a, he's like a yeah, you know. But so that's the only thing I didn't really get is, uh, like I said, without saying too much. But like, why exactly are you doing this? Like, I, I didn't really get the you know, like with the son with the with his he's his friend with the son, and I didn't quite get. I don't know. Maybe I just missed it. I don't know. I think um, I think there was I think there's just something off with him. Yeah, but he seems. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we can't go too much into it, but uh, it's 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 pretty good. It's a good movie, man. I, I wish when I looked and saw that it was 2014, I was like, ah, man, because this this is totally like full on. Like, there, I'm surprised there hasn't been another one. Uh, oh yeah, I know it's pretty small, and I don't think too many people saw it. I mean, of course, but um, certainly would like to see more. Um, you know, 
<laughs> I'll talk about it when Jacob sees it. I, I certainly would <laughs> well, love, to, I remember love to hear when your it thought. came out. Uh, you know, a lot of the people that we watched on YouTube, like the old AMC Movie Talk crew and all that, they loved this movie. Like, uh, I remember people raving about it. And right. it was one of those indie films that came out. And I I just never got around to watching it. But I, I know it is very beloved among, especially, I mean, is it a horror movie, though? I, I no. Mean, no, I don't, I don't, no, 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 no. Is it's, it a it's, thriller? It's, it's a thriller. It's, it's a thriller. It's a thriller, kind of uh, uh, not mystery, well, mystery or kind of suspense thriller. It's a, kinda. Okay. it's a suspense action thriller, is what I would say. Okay, yeah, I didn't think it was a horror movie, but it, I mean, it's definitely yeah. a thriller. I would, I would probably say from what I've heard. Yeah, Keith, yeah, let me yeah, ask yeah. you this. What? Let me. I want to ask you of two things. One, because uh, you already answered my question about Micah Monroe. I, I think she is one of the best young superstars who has yet to get really recognized. But yeah. What did you think of the quarry scene, and what did you think of the ending? Oh, the quarry! Yeah, that was crazy. I, I kind of like you knew, obviously, something terrible was going to happen here, but uh, boy, that was again that speaks to how charming he is. Because even for a second, I was kind of like, okay, well, maybe he's just here to, to you know make this sale, and he's going to move on. Uh, but then he just straight up tells the guy, "Yeah, I'm gonna." <laughs> I know, yeah, I'm gonna say, it, but he tells the guy what he's gonna do, and it's just like, hey, wait, wait, what? And then you're just like, oh, <laughs> oh, like wow. <laughs> and then the other guy, that poor guy, that was yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty. Yeah, there was a movie. Uh, I mean, if you ever seen the with Bruce Willis called The Jackal? Yeah. Where he, yeah. you ever seen that? Yeah, he kind of like that. That scene made me think of that, where he's okay, kind of letting the guy letting the guy run away for a little bit, and then yeah. So, uh, and then the ending. It was good until like the very end, and I, I was really? a little annoyed. Yeah, really? I didn't like that. Didn't oh like that. Didn't man, like that, that's a gun punch. That's a gun punch right yeah. there. Yeah, it was really. I was feeling it, and then just right at the end, I'm like, okay, come oh, on, like that's I, a gun I, punch. I just. <laughs> but again, it, it, if they were making, or if there had been another one, or if they were making more, I'd be like, okay, fine, let's let's see where this goes from here, but. It's okay. It's not terrible. It's, it's fine. I just I I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit <laughs> when right, that enough, happened. Fair enough. Man, now I gotta watch this. Where where is it? Netflix. It's, it's on Netflix. All right. I'm gonna get a chance to challenge Jacob, you, Jake. Jacob, I watched it three times last month. Three. Like times. yeah. Trust me. I know the year it came out, uh, or around the time it came out, you were raving about it, and from for years to come. And directed by Adam Wingard, who is our Godzilla versus Kong director, which yep, sure is. how you oh, feel about it? his oh, movies wow. could be good or bad, but I, he also directed Your Next, which I was challenged to, and yep. I loved. Can't, hey, can't you see the trend here? Oh, can't well, you see the trend? I could see Your Next and The Guest, like not that they're the same movies, but I could see how they're from the same director. And then mm. the thing is, he's he got his shot at Godzilla versus Kong, so we'll see. I mean, I, I can't Kong. remember that movie, but <laughs> he didn't do this. The last one did he? The no, he did. Uh, okay, okay. That was Michael Michael oh, Doherty. That one. Yeah, they oh, had okay. different directors working on them. Right, 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 right. So okay, but uh, yeah, the guess is it's really good, man. I really, I liked it. I like it. It's a very good movie. That's all I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, that uh, Keith is very honest in his reviews, and and when he says a movie is good, he means it. So. Check out the guest if you have not. I'm definitely 
probably going to throw it on while I get some homework done later tonight. We'll see. Um, but yes, so the next person to be challenged is Brian. Keith chose Brian, which is probably our favorite person to challenge here out of Fox Flicks movies because when we go to that movie list spreadsheet, there's so many movies to choose from. Like, it's just, you got all the choices. Not like when you go to Jake or to Keith and you're like, man, I, I got to find <laughs> something for them to watch. And Gio and I are kind of in the middle. So, um, yes. So I am making, gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm making, uh, I'm making Jake, I, I haven't told you, I'll tell you now, now, but I'm actually making a list of movies I haven't seen. Yes. Yes. And then I'm and then I'm gonna make a separate list for our big list, but I, I'm making a long list of movies that I haven't seen. So just in doing that, you'll add more movies to the pile as well. Yes, perfect from our yeah. selections. Perfect. And I, the list is updated. Not that anybody watching cares. And I updated mine. So <laughs> yes, thank you. Go. thank you. We're Nate. good to go. Um, alrighty. So Brian is not here, but he has notified Jake that he's gonna choose a number randomly. And okay. uh, but we're going to go ahead and reveal those movies first and then reveal which one he ended up getting. Yeah. So uh, just three movies this time. Um, he has been challenged to the following three movies. The original 1987 version of RoboCop. Oh, my Good goodness. One. Good one. <laughs> Next up is the Jim Carrey classic, The Truman Show. I love this movie. This is one of my favorites. Wow. He gets to watch this, whoever chose it. And <laughs> one of probably the most classic of the bunch, that is the Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill Volume 1. Volume 1 is what he'll be watching. Or not he's going to know, know who this one is. <laughs> um, and so those are the three that he has been challenged to this week. Um, we're not going to reveal as to who challenged him to those. But nope. um, So Brian has elected to uh, pick a number. And not let the fans mm. vote. Sorry, fans. Um, and so the number he picked was number two. And if I go to my random organize here and I click here, I'll even do this for everybody. Let's do this. Let's share the screen. Oh, I've never seen this. That way everybody can see the organizer. <laughs> Here's the organizer. The movies are in. Let's click a randomizer. Oh, Boom. Wow. Number two is Kill Bill Volume 1. <gasps> There oh, we go. Watching, boom. Good choice. There you go. We all know that and Ryan loves gore. <laughs> and by that reaction, that movie belongs to none other than Keith, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tarantino himself. Yes, I think he would have figured that out. But probably, probably. Oh wow. I, I didn't think about the gore part, actually, <laughs> Jacob. Now you say that. I know he doesn't. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think about that at all. No, it's so, okay. Because yeah, I actually considered it, but I um I was like, no. But I would still have chosen it. It's okay. Well, to be, to be I, quite honest, the RoboCop is also very gory. And so oh, Jacob yeah, yeah. not gory movie out of the box. And actually, if you think <laughs> about it, mm, I guess uh, some of the violence in Kill Bill is like they just show the blood. Yeah, they don't show like and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. so it's not too yeah. bad. <laughs> no, I mean there's, there's moments. The That's end. why I had to there say are definitely there, moments. There are moments for sure, but <laughs> I just remember a lot of blood splattering. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look at look at the wallpaper. It's yeah. blood splatter. Exactly. Not real, Brian. <laughs> well, that's that's literally why they had to switch it to Brian to watch this. But they had to flip it to black and white for that fight at the end. That's literally the reason. Because <laughs> it was so gory. 
I'm excited to see what he does. Look, Brian Brian has never been a typical Quentin Tarantino story guy, right? right? That type of director. And so I'm interested to see what he thinks of arguably his most popular and arguably uh, his most actionist, you know, uh, movie movie set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, and the story, I, it's it's a different story than I don't know what he thinks about what this movie is, but I I, I bet it's it'll be Not different than what he thinks. There's other movies. It's as Tarantino. No, but there's, there's a lot of it's a lot of depth to the story. I think he'll. I'm curious to see if he gets engaged enough yeah well the story is great and like jake said it's it's one of tarantino's most more exciting films i mean this and volume two because it's very action oriented i mean brian likes the john wick movies not that it's you know the same but that's true a lot of tarantino movies are heavily focused on story and dialogue and it's a lot of them like let's say hateful eight is just a lot of talking right which some people enjoy but kill bill there's a lot of action and there's like there's like mythology to Kill Bill. Like there's yes. this, these assassin crews. And yeah. so I think he might enjoy it. I think so. I think so. And I'm curious if it'll lead him to to, to uh, volume two. Volume two is actually more dialogue and driven and much less action. So, so yeah, we'll see. I hope he likes it. Yeah, we will see. I definitely love these movies, especially the first one. All right. Before we get to some news here, let me tell you about our podcast. If you have not please go to your favorite podcasting format and check and see if you can find us at Apocalypse Movies. We're on some of the big ones like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most places where you find podcasts. I listen to us on Google Podcasts all the time. We want you guys to subscribe, but also comment and rate as well. Give us that five stars. That will really uh, help us out. And go ahead and leave a comment. That just shows that you're interacting with us and showing these podcast platforms that we are something that the people want. So please go to your favorite podcasting app and search for Apocalypse Movies. Even if you don't listen to podcasts on apps, download one of them. You probably have Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, depending on what type of phone you have. And check us out there. It's just another cool way to listen. So let's go ahead and move on. I guess it's Tuesday thir- or Newsday Thursday, I guess. Thursday Newsday. Thursday, Thursday Newsday, yeah. Thursday. <laughs> um, so, Jake, I'm going to go ahead and we want to be careful with this story, but we want to talk about the, the movie news element of it. So I'll go ahead and have you take it away, Jake. Yeah, so we're not going to dive into um, what exactly happened and took place and why the reason is uh, the following story is happening. It, we're, we're coming at it from a movie perspective. Um Simply as if someone had to leave a project because of medical reasons and they're being replaced. That's kind of how we're looking at this. And so it was revealed this week that Warner Brothers had asked and they mutually agreed that Johnny Depp will be stepping away from the Fantastic Beasts franchise mm-hmm. as Grindelwald um, going forward. Now, there are three more, three more movies planned for the franchise. Um, and so uh, they are officially recasting uh, for... The movie, and I know that um, we're recording this a little bit early. So the day that we recorded this, it actually came out that um, someone is actually in talks for that recasting, which we will get to here in just a second. We're going to focus a little bit on the Johnny News or the Johnny Depp uh, part of this a- uh, aspect. And so uh, it was, yeah. Johnny Depp took yeah. he went to his Instagram and he said, "Hey, um, you know, Warner Brothers had asked me to uh, step away, and we mutually agreed that this is the best case scenario." Um, after some certain events have happened outside of the movie life. 
Um, and so we will no longer see him as Grindelwald after seeing him in the first two movies, uh, briefly in the first one, but mostly in the second one. And they will officially be having someone else take over the role for going forward. So let's go and start this off, boys, on uh, the news of Johnny Depp. And, and again, uh, let, let's come at this at a perspective of a of a movie pundit as far as uh, if if you are okay with him not taking on the role, how you felt before of him taking on the role, what you think of a recasting. Um, and before we get to the actual recasting itself, I actually want to hear from you guys um, who you could have seen in the role uh, because it does look like we might actually have an official name. Uh, but before we get to that, let's talk about the Johnny Depp stuff. Keith, I'll go ahead and start with you as, as our resident Wizarding World guy. Um, what do you think about this, man? Uh, well, I mean... It's it, well, I know you just said you kind of want to wait on this, but it kind of leads me to just—I mean, it, it was Colin Farrell in the first one, so just, obviously that's the first. That, <laughs> the first that thing was my exact thought. Why not bring Colin Farrell back? Just, just bring him back because we don't even know what uh, where that actual guy is. Um, uh, gosh darn, I can't remember what that spell is called. But uh, ugh, sorry, Rachel, I'm sorry. But uh, she's yelling at right <laughs> But I can't remember what that spell is called. But uh, yeah, usually that person you don't necessarily like. He's got to be alive somewhere. Now, if someone like Grindelwald, he may have killed him, but or he could just be in a box somewhere. Um, when uh, David Tennant was being uh, Mad Eye Moody in the fourth one or fifth one, like he just had Mad Eye Moody in a box for like a year or whatever, uh, you know. So he was still alive. So I'd imagine the Colin Farrell character. Would you rather Grindelwald take that appearance again or rather that original character come back? Well, that's a that's a very good question. And (sighs) I always wanted that original character to come back for Colin Farrell to appear and help on Grindelwald somehow. And help fight him. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because he is an horror. So he I think what you're saying, they could find a way to do that. Just have Colin Farrell be Grindelwald again. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they just want to say that maybe, maybe Grindelwald is Colin Farrell, like maybe Colin Farrell, like that character is Grindelwald's actual appearance. I don't know. Um, Because I was always just Johnny Depp. I throughout, throughout time, I've kind of grown up with him. Obviously I like my sister used to watch 21 Jump Street and I loved, uh, First time I really noticed him really was Edward Scissorhands was the movie I loved. Um, so I, I think he's I love Blow. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I think he's a tremendous actor. That's not question. But I just wonder with this situation and you know the, the, the two people involved. It's it's terrible. I hate hearing this about anyone, whether it's like an athlete or or an actor or whatever, because it just sounded like they were just. Without, I'm not obviously I'm not going to get into that too much, but they it was just bad for both of them. They were bad for each other. It was a bad situation overall. So, and it's too bad. But um, uh, he uh, outside of this, and even of this, people kind of thought he was okay in it, uh, or he wasn't as bad. <laughs> it seemed like people thought he wasn't as bad as expected. But he's made some stuff like that one uh, with Mordecai and. I don't know. He's he hasn't really been. He's 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 had some some misses, man. Outside of a Black Mass, you know. Um, it's been it's been a lot more misses and hits for Giant Depp. So I wonder if this is going to be like that nail in his. Yeah, you know. I don't gonna say we'll never see him again, but it might be a while for him. 
just, you know, might be a wild. Which, like I said, it's too bad. And he's he's a different kind of guy. You know, he's not super like Hollywood. Like he doesn't. I don't think he lives here. I think he lives overseas. Um, so he's probably the kind of guy that'll. Yeah, he, he, I think he popped up. He was in some kind of cologne commercial. I saw him in like in the last year or so. Like is that Johnny Depp? Like it was, it was Odyssey, but you know. Um, so as far as that goes, I'm curious if if it comes back from this at all. And certainly, like I said, it won't be anytime soon. But yeah, as far as uh, that's a good question. Like I said, Jacob, uh, yeah, that's I would go straight to just Colin Farrell, and uh, you know, it's interesting because you have to got to mess with J.K. Rowling <laughs> and everything going on with her. So you're kind of like boy, and this- Ezra Miller, and, and oh, the I didn't even think about that. Guys. The whole franchise is just a disaster right now. Yeah, yeah, and this is a movie. And that, to think the you know, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald didn't do great at the box office either. Exactly, that's what I was just about to say, yeah. man. It's, it's a movie that got mixed reviews at best. So, and they're planning on making five of these things. I don't know if that's going to happen. So, uh, boy, this this is this one's up more. This is the most up in the air thing more than anything I can think of uh, any other franchise. So, I don't know, man. As far as one of the big franchises, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jacob, what are you thinking about this, man? Um, so I remember when I think we all want, I don't know. I can't remember. I saw the uh, first Fantastic Beasts in IMAX. And uh, look, Colin Farrell is just one of the best actors working today. One, he's in my top five working today. Yep. And I, I love him. And I thought he was amazing in this, in the first one. Like I look just, he made holding a wand and just doing he made it look so cool. And I look, I I've been a fan of Johnny Depp, you know, since I can remember he's ever since I could was watching movies, he was in movies, but like Keith said, I mean, for lack of a better way, he's saying he's kind of fallen off lately, even before this whole mess, he, people weren't looking forward to seeing him and stuff anymore. And it, it got towards like the end of the pirates franchise when it kind of started. Right. And, he kind of like became a, a gimmick of himself in a way and not to take away. He's, he's had one of the best careers in Hollywood history, to be honest. I mean, he has. So the thing is for me though, like when I saw him pop up as Grindelwald, like, Oh, that was cool. But I'm like, what's called him Farrell? <laughs> like, because it just, so it's weird because we, they could do something like that. Like just say, I don't know. He, he's just, cause the thing is they know he was pretending to be him. So can let's say, just you could just say Grindelwald put a spell to erase everyone's memory that he was that he was hiding as him again and then go back into that body again or something who knows or maybe something somebody damages him and he gets stuck in like a past spell that he tried to perform and he's just stuck in that body. If you yeah. could find a way to make Colin Farrell Grindelwald, that would be my first choice. I pro- that's probably all all of our first choice. But um, the thing is, you can't. It's not like certain characters, like um, like there's certain characters in the MCU. You could, you know, like if you know Thunderbolt Ross, like if you had to remove him out of the MCU, you could do it easily, right? You can't remove Grindelwald yeah. out of the franchise easily. Like it's he's pretty uh, central to what's going on. I mean, the second movie is called The Crimes of Grindelwald. The, it le- yeah. it ends with him whispering in Ezra Miller's ear, like, and they got this big plan. So I think you have to have the Grindelwald character there. 
you could say he's off screen or whatever, or he just has a presence mm. or something, but I still think somebody has to play him eventually. I think um, I, I, and I'll just butt in real quick, but I think that if this had been after the first movie, they could have easily oh, written out Grindelwald yes, because after the second yeah. movie, the movies went from being a new commander yeah. to a Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. You know what's funny? I don't even think ah. about Newt commander anymore when I think about these movies, which is kind of unfortunate because he was supposed to be the main character. And I, I mean, side note, I love Jude Law as Dumbledore. I, I'll just, yes. I, I, he was one of my favorite parts of Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. So I was looking forward to that because I wanted to see Dumbledore get down in some action. And I know he said he can't fight him or whatever, but I still think we were going to see it. Um, we'll, we'll see it eventually. We'll see it eventually. It's, yeah. yeah they will. And, and we can and we can get to it because it's it's still going to happen. So um, Warner Brothers I, is are good. I do think best, though, would be to recast and, and still have Colin Farrell come back, but as his original character that he was. Yeah, and and just let me to make sure everybody is watching. We we pre-record this episode, and so things may have changed over the next two days before this was released. Um, yeah. But as of today, uh, it was announced by Deadline, Variety, all the big trade sources that Mads Mikkelsen is actually in talks to replace Johnny Depp. Um, that he could actually step in as Grindelwald for the Fantastic Beast franchise. Um, and from what I saw online. Um, a lot of people are really on board with this casting. I don't know personally as a as a Wizarding World fan, as a Grindelwald knower, you know, um, but it seems like a lot of people are much more on board <laughs> with a Grindelwald who is played by Mads Mikkelsen than they are with the Grindelwald played by Johnny Depp. Keith, I'll go right back to you, man. Thoughts on this okay. happening? I didn't see this. That leads me right to what I was going to say. So that's I, I think that's perfect because <laughs> I was going to say, hey, um, you do need the Grindelwald character because we know that there's like it was the greatest wizard battle of all time was between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, and that from based on Pottermore that happened sometime near the end or after World War II. <clears throat> Wow. So okay. they could they could get away with making this next movie, maybe even the next two if they still want to do five. They can get away with doing this next one without Grindelwald, I think, personally. I was going to say, they, they don't necessarily have to have him in this one. If they want to make it focused, uh, some, something I, I don't know if I said on the air here or maybe just talking maybe with my daughters or something, but make this next one focus more on Newt and Dumbledore. Definitely more Dumbledore. Uh, you, you hit that right on the head too, Jacob. Uh, Jude Law's great. I think he's the best Dumbledore of all of them. Um, really captures that character perfectly, in my opinion. But um, yeah, make it a little more focused on him uh, and and their relationship. Then uh, and some sort of other I I don't know what the story could possibly be, but build up to that battle um, because it's going to be something big. And then if they want to jump ahead about 10, 15 years, because this was, this one's still set like in the late nineteen twenties, uh, Crowns of Grindelwald. So um, if they can jump ahead about maybe in fifteen, maybe even twenty years, having somebody like Matt Mickelson, because he can certainly play a little bit older. Um, I don't know. I mean, him and Depp are probably fairly close in age, but he can probably. I, I think that would, yeah, that that would, that would actually work out. Because if you want to age up Jude Law a little bit, uh, so like I said, this this one takes place a little bit, like I said, later uh, in the mid mid forties, 
and then it kind of gets a little bit close to the time when uh, he just, which is in the fifties, when uh, uh, Dumbledore discovered Tom Riddle at the school. Um, so yeah, that would actually work. And then Grindelwald, of course, gets in, gets imprisoned, and uh, so yeah, that's I, I'm I'm <laughs> well on board with that. So good job, Internet. What about you? Like the thing is, you know, we could have came here and and we will talk about other names that we possibly think, but Mads Mikkelsen might be the best choice. I'm, I'm looking at I think so my think options, I- man, and it's the yeah. thing is, like, look, Johnny Depp is such a recognizable face, right? I don't think you bring in another recognizable, like a huge look. We know who Mads Mikkelsen is, but casual people don't know who he is like right off the bat they see his face and know his name right away so i think that you can kind of just you know disguise him make him look like grindelwald and it's and it's just grindelwald going forward without any distractions like i'm not going to mention this name but like if you bring in brad pitt to pay grindelwald it's kind of a distraction to me in a way especially (laughs) going from one recognizable actor to another um so i think he out, out of all my choices that I have in mind, he's better than all of them. So I, I would love that, to be honest. And come on, he's he's the prototypical villain if you want to go to him. Even though we've seen him play good guys, too. Yeah. Um, he's perfect to play a villain as well. And I, sometimes you just do that and it works. He was, he's the, he's, he plays such a great villain. He played villain for Doctor Strange. He played uh, a villain yeah. in my favorite Bond movie of all time in Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannibal Lecter, right? What yeah, he plays Hannibal Lecter on, on NBC. You're correct on yeah. that one. A lot of people think that's his best role ever. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, the guy fits the role. Um, and Jacob, you hit it. On, you hit it right on the head as far as he, he's a recognizable face, but not a knowing name. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not someone you can just pull. Like he, he, he's one of those guys. Like, oh wait, no, he was in Star Wars, or or I saw him in a James Bond movie. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what you want for these type of. Roles. I want him to blend in. Exactly, and and even yeah. to a point, you know, Jude Law is kind of that kind of role too, where we who work in the space and love movies know who Jude Law is. If ah. I was to ask, if I was to ask my, if I was to ask Gabby or or my parents, they're not going to know Jude Law's name. They're going to really? know where he's from, but they probably aren't going to know his name. It, it it's it's maybe a little more than Mads Mikkelsen. I'll say oh yeah, that. he's definitely. But a yeah. lot, a lot lesser than Johnny Depp. It depends who you ask. Like if I ask my oh. girlfriend who's Jude Law, she's gonna say who? Like <laughs> and then I'll have to men- name a few movies, but it depends on yeah. who you ask, I think. Yes. yes. Yeah. But definitely not Mads Mikkelsen. Like who's you know who Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> yeah, <right>. is? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, any any other thoughts on this one before we move on, gentlemen, as far as maybe maybe anticipation or excitement going forward for the franchise or anything like that? Uh, I don't know. I just—it's unfortunate. I, I I love the first one. I like these characters. I think Eddie Redman's great as New Commander. I really that, like that I like that image. If you do it's put cool. them on an adventure together, that's what I'm oh. saying. Exactly, man. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what the next one really should just focus on them too. Uh, but I like all these other characters. I love the Tina Goldstein character with Catherine uh, Waterston. I think she's really great. I love Damn. the sister. Love Dan Fogler. I mean, I, I love all these characters. You know, the last one, I like it. I understand why a lot of people didn't. Um, but I oh, just, man, there's so much bad juju around us. It was, man, so many people. And it's, uh, I just, I want this to be good, man, because this, this is a franchise that should go on. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of stories to tell. 
they could know. just find it. They can steer directions in the story. They they totally could. Yeah. Because like, people weren't in love with that movie. So. Well, they need to get a screenwriter. I, I love JK. She's great coming up with stories. She shouldn't, I don't think she should be doing this. She's not a screenwriter. They also need to get a new director outside of David Yates. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree. Totally I agree. agree. Um, did we want to name maybe some other names we consider? Yeah. Go, go ahead, Jacob. I know um, so somebody that I thought of was Colin Firth. Um, I think Ooh. he's another guy who huh. could come in and blend into the role. And I don't remember. I mean, I can't think of, I mean, we've seen him play hero more, more so than not, I think. And I, I, I would love to see him play that role. So that would be That's my, if it wasn't Mads Mikkelsen, I would go call him first. That's Keith, very good. Did Keith, did you have anybody? No, I would, I just went straight to Colin Farrell, man. That's see, yeah, I, I was saying that before, even after the, at the end of the first movie, I was like, why did they, just let it be Colin Farrell because mm-hmm. because Grindelwald like he's this he's supposed to be this like seductive, charming guy. And I think Colin Farrell was nailing that in that first movie. Uh, I think Johnny Depp was trying, um, but I, I think Colin Farrell got that more more than he did. So uh, Colin Farrell, that's a good call. Um, I don't know, I don't know. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know like what kind of age Grindelwald is supposed to be. Um, you could have done like the total the total haymaker and gotten someone like Benedict Cumberbatch to play to play Grindelwald. Uh, okay. yeah. I also had yeah. on the on the older side Hugh Grant. Um, That's it. okay. Yeah, all of kind of in That'd that be cool Carol, uh, time as well. Yeah. Um, and it, again, a name that people or the face that people recognize, but maybe not a name that they that they pull off the bat right away. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like an older actor is all the way to all always the way to go. And, and Mads Mikkelsen definitely kind of fits that build. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, I think Depp, Depp is, I was looking at it. Depp's 57. Mads is 54. I mean, Colin okay. Firth is, um, I think he's 60. So, mm. you know, around that range. Yeah. Would work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any of those work. Yeah. That, that, I think that if, if I was in charge of this, um, that's probably what I do. I probably kind of put the character to the side for definitely this next movie. Slowly ease him in, and then the fourth one. And if yeah. you want to jump ahead to the older actor Ooh. later, yeah. Oh, you know, two names that are actually are pretty good because I'm I'm doing some research on what people are saying online. <laughs> A big one would obviously be Michael Fassbender. Oh man, yeah. No, but but uh, the Ooh. other one would be. Um, Nikolai Coaster Walde, who plays Jamie Lannister on Game of Thrones. Oh, he would be good. Uh, I don't know him. Is he? Is that? What's he? Is he kind of? Is he kind of? Uh, well, he, uh, he he has gray hair. He has he has gray hair. So he's old. Oh. He's older. He's older. He's in his forty. I mean, yeah, he's he's at least in his, his late forties. Yeah. But, but Michael Fassbender. I mean, Michael Fassbender. Is Michael Fassbender. Oh, good call. Ooh. That would be amazing. I mean, just look at Magneto like that. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, totally. But I, I still think Mads Mikkelsen would be the best choice. Oh, like, I, I think it's perfect. Time. I really do think it's yeah. perfect. Age, look, almost like around the same age. Yeah. To play a villain, not too big of a star. Like, it works. Yeah, that's a good. Don't do that white hair, though. Don't do that weird white mohawk yeah, hair. Yeah, just let him have his own hair. Let him have he, his own hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, he could just. The, the good thing that- is. 
hair is easy to change. He could just change his hairstyle and dye yeah, it. Yeah, right? just That's change it. his hair. Come on. I'm sure yeah. there's a spell where people can just boom change the hairstyle. There we go. <laughs> Where's Brian? What what's the spell called, Brian? Yeah. Um, all right. So before if we're done with that discussion, um, before we get to our um Sean Connery discussion, I do want to tell you guys about our upcoming movie watch along where we hang out and watch a movie with you guys the viewers if you go to our youtube homepage under community tab you can vote on which movie we're going to watch and it's going to be later this month i believe um around the week of november 20th so jake do you want to reveal what movies we have yeah so uh by the time this comes out it's actually a week from tomorrow um hmm. so a week from friday this week but and so i actually have the pull up right here um i'll go ahead and pull the pull up because my goodness the poll is already it's already crazy. Well, we announced it live on the Tuesday show. Yes, so, so Keith and Keith has not seen what movies, other movies outside of his own, are on this list. But here is the official poll at the moment: <laughs> Eight-Legged Freaks with thirty-nine percent, Ocean's Eleven with thirty-nine percent, The Big Green with six, and The Cabin with the Cabin in the Woods with six. Nice. I haven't seen The Big Green since I was in high school. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sad it's, it's solo. That's that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's currently where the poll stands. So we obviously need a few more votes to uh, we I mean, go cabin in the woods. Vote cabin in the woods. <laughs> we can't watch we can't watch two movies. So we're gonna have to break the tie. <laughs> you know, um, Jacob got the cabin in the woods with Hulu. Brian did the big green with Disney, and I did eight legged freaks with HBO. Okay, I'm trying to remember. I that's, that is our Arquette's in that right, David Arquette? Yeah, the Spider movie and Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. Is she? I don't. I've, I remember I think I started watching that once and I didn't just didn't finish. Uh, so yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> oh wow. So close. How many votes do we have? 31 at the moment. 31? Okay. Oh wow. And uh, and when we and by the way, when we when we were recording this, this was only dropped an hour ago. So um Oh, okay. Yeah. Time, I mean, we have we have about a week left, everybody. A oh. week left until we do this watch along and we finalize what we're watching. So Head over there. You can see the the tabs right above the poll. Go to community on our homepage, and you can you can cast your vote right now. I actually just watched uh, Charlize, and I just watched Cabin in the Woods as my daughter Charlize. Um, oh, she, interesting. She, she wanted to watch it, so it's yeah, okay. I let her watch it. Love it. So she really. <laughs> so the reason I want to watch it is because uh, I don't want to give too much away, but the ending, um, how crazy it gets, and I just think. Cause I knew a couple of us hadn't seen it. So now you've seen it, but still, I don't think geo has seen it. So I think that no, would be I, I, so I saw much it. fun. I, I've seen it before. But oh, I, you have. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I have you just rewatched it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still wasn't sure if you'd seen it or not though. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so yeah, it's okay. that would be interesting. Well, the <laughs> thing is, it's not like a great movie overall, but I'm just saying the shock value yeah. is yeah, incredible. I, definitely entertaining. It's, it's, it's a, apparently that I was reading about it. They shot that. They shot that like in 2010, or something. Yeah, like it it took it took years to to come out. Yes. Well, once. Oh, that's it, right. Yeah. Recent, it, it, was after it was shot before Chris Hemsworth was Thor. Yes, and that's why they put it out because they yeah. uh, Avengers made a billion dollars, and they're like, yeah. oh, let's get this Hemsworth movie He's out. He's a star now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to our Sean Connery discussion. Jake, and I'll go ahead and let you take this one. Yeah, so we were we were obviously saddened um, this past week by hearing the news that the late great Sean Connery had passed away. Um, he had passed away uh, alongside his family um, in his sleep. 
Uh, so it was it was peaceful, and you know he lived a, a, obviously a long, great life at the age of ninety. Um, and he is very well known for for an enormous amount of films. He retired from acting in two thousand and six. Uh, just just a few of the films that we're going to be discussing here in a second, but obviously uh, the first ever to portray the great character of James Bond on screen, um, capitalizing the character is seven times on screen, um, and then one of the more popular ones is just a one time. Uh, playing Henry Jones, the father of Indiana Jones, uh, for Steven Spielberg in Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade, um, among many other uh, roles and and films throughout the years. But like I said, um, retired from acting in 2006, and we're just going to take the next 15, 20 minutes so just kind of talk about him. Um, you know, maybe how we were introduced to him, some favorite movies of ours, some favorite roles of ours, uh, and just have an open discussion because Sean Connery is in, in our lifetime one of the more recognizable and incredible actors that we've been graced with. Uh, and so, and yeah, so I, I just want to, you know, bring it to everybody's attention. Obviously everybody knows, but it's a, it's, it's a good discussion to have because he is one of the better actors we've ever, we've ever seen in our lifetime. Yeah. Well, this is a rough one. Uh, yeah, you hit it around the head, man. And then, and then on top of that, and then losing a, a big one for me, Alex Trebek. Yes. You know, that, that, that two, two men, very, very old men, but I grew up with both of them. Yep. Uh, so, uh, my dad, I, my dad's been watching what the Jeopardy started sometime in the early eighties. I literally almost my whole entire life watching that show. <laughs> so that, that was a tough one. Uh, but yeah, Sean Connery, um, I don't even, man, I don't even know where to start. Goodness. <laughs> uh, is he the best bond? So I, I, this is very much this is very similar to the Batman conversation, whereas I separate yeah with Batman, I separate Bruce Wayne and Batman. Mm-hmm. With Bond, there are there is the the action bond, which mm-hmm. is very much Pierce Brosnan, but then there's the womanizer bond, which is very much Sean Connery. And Daniel uh, Craig to me is the combination of all of them. Mm. And that's why I think he's the best one. But Sean Connery laid the groundwork, and Bond wouldn't be what it is without him. Um, it's a very, very close race, but I put Dan and Craig just above, just above Sean Connery. All right, uh, Jacob, what do, you, what do you think? So I haven't seen all of Sean Connery's Bond movies. Um, I've seen a few of them. And for me, Daniel Craig is my favorite Bond. But, I mean, you can't argue with anyone who's going to bring Sean Connery into the conversation. I mean, he's, he's one of, I mean, like Jake said, Daniel Craig kind of embodies all of bond, what bond is like the badassness and the suave, but Sean Connery was a badass bond and especially during this era. So it's, it's hard to argue against him, but for me, my favorite bond is Daniel Craig. Uh, Same here. Same here. Although I, yeah, it's funny, uh, Jake. I think the action Bond for me. I, I, I think of uh, Timothy Dalton. I, I was well, gonna, and the reason why I didn't say him, I, I haven't gotten a Timothy Dalton's Bonds yet. Oh, interesting. I, th- I think you'll like those. Those are kind of fun. I'm. I like. You guys know that I'm doing my full Bond watch. Yes. And I, I just finished Connery a few weeks ago, okay. or maybe a few months ago. Um, and so I'm moving up the list chronologically. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so I'll get to him eventually. Oh, okay. We we're gonna have to do a we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about those. <laughs> and the Pierce Brosnan ones came out when like when Jake and I were kids, I think. So yes, the yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. that's how like 
we yeah, were yeah. introduced to Bond, you know, yeah. like so 97 for, and 99. Well, and, and, and they were, they were in the time of, of the, the 90 action movies, right? right? That's, that's what, See, that's what they and for there me, was a lot of explosions and cars and yeah. yeah. Well, for me, that was Timothy Dalton. Like that was my first. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Eighties action Bond. Like that's it was fully same thing. Like just crazy. You know, all those eighties action movies and yeah, you got a uh, Christopher Walken. Is a, he's a great Bond villain, man. I'm telling you. Uh, and I think that's how you like once you once you're introduced to Bond, it's like kind of how you always see it. So then yeah. when I saw Daniel Craig as Bond, I was like. I much prefer this. No, yeah, no offense to Pierce Brosnan's that. Bond, but I much prefer Daniel Craig's. Yeah, I'm not a not a big fan of the Brosnan ones, but uh, it, 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 it doesn't matter. But uh, no, Connery though. Uh, George Lazenby's all right too. He's actually underrated. But um, yeah, it, apparently Ian Fleming did not like Sean Connery at all. He did not think he was at all. Well, I, I, I guess he just he didn't picture. Uh, he thought he was. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, yeah, he's he's that iconic guy, and then you know, uh, apparently Connery hated the role after a while. So you know, you know go figure. But uh, obviously, for me, I go straight to Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. That's my yep. it's my favorite indie yep. movie. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, pretty sure when I made my top ten list for the uh, chat or for. Our, or a channel or website. Uh, I'm pretty sure I put that in there. I, I can't quite remember, but it, it is just saying off the top of my head, definitely. And him as Henry Jones Sr., I, gosh, I can't even. <laughs> I, I'll talk about that forever, man. I, I, it's so good. So great. Um, so much more depth to that, uh, to both those characters. And, you know, it was perfect. Apparently, uh, when they were casting, we trying to figure out who to cast. Spielberg said, only James Bond could be Indiana Jones's father. <laughs> so that's a good point. Yeah. So, uh, and it, even though there's a, they're only like seven years apart or something like that, which is why. <laughs> yeah. That was always funny to me. Yeah. They weren't too far apart in age. Right. But, right hey, it yeah. works though. It does. It works perfectly, man. It's, it's so good. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that movie is just a like, heart and soul of that movie. But, also, though, a very close second is The Hunt for Red October. Mm. And I just had uh, a challenge, Jacob, to this uh, earlier this year. Oh, and who was who was he in that movie? He, he was, was the, the captain of the Russian sub. He was yes, captain of the Red October. Oh, my goodness. He was amazing in that. I didn't yeah. even like he's, he's was... a Russian. He's a Russian with a Scottish accent. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. I mean, like I told you guys before this show that I haven't watched a lot of Sean Connery movies. Like I couldn't, I couldn't put together a top ten list. When look, it's just I haven't gotten yeah, to yeah. it, and yeah. and I I will, but um, that now that I think about it, that is one of my favorite performances of his for sure. That, that might that, uh, just of of the ones I've seen. I'll talk about a couple more later, but I think that might be his best performance in my opinion. That's um, what a lot of people say. Yeah, yeah, because I and I just I love that movie. Like I said, I read the book when I was younger. Um, yeah, he he nailed that man, and that's that movie's again another one of my favorites of all time. I love that movie so much. Um, uh, gosh, and then he, I think uh, okay. he's one of those he's one of those actors that gets extremely good as he gets older. Yeah, yeah, right. He started out great as James Bond, right? He's mm -hmm. a little younger. But as time went on, I mean, if I if I scroll through his 
his filmography here after he stepped away from you know doing the bond movies he did you know he did the highlander he did the untouchables he did indie hunt for Red october um robin hood prince of thieves i mean yeah uh, you know the list goes on Dragonheart. i mean the the, li- the list goes on yeah. the movies that, that he appeared in and the one that i want to bring up that hasn't been mentioned because i, I want to make sure i stay away from other stuff I'll, I'll talk about the other ones but a movie that i think is just so good and so brilliant of its time is the rock yeah that was exactly. the one one of the ones i was going to mention that know, I, mean, I, I love me some nick cage but but yeah. that movie doesn't work without sean connery yeah. The movie does not work without Sean Connery in that movie. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just it's it's one of Michael Bay's best best, if not his best. Probably his best. <laughs> yeah, it's probably his best. And uh, you know, that that's what you know, we, we talk about Michael Bay these days as a director, but that that's what actors like Sean Connery can do. They can elevate a movie to that that much, like that high. Uh, with their presence and with their ability inside of a film like that. And so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about Bond and, and indie all day long, but I wanted to make sure I brought up The Rock because it's it's definitely one of my favorites uh, as far as I, you know, if I talk about Sean Connery movies, um, The Rock will always be up there. 100%. 100%, man. And, uh, yeah, Jacob, what do you, I know you said you haven't seen – those are ones I know you've definitely seen, those three. Yeah, I mean, if – um, well, they all been mentioned is the the ones that I've seen is Indiana Jones and Last Crusade was uh, one of my favorites that I had seen of his. And then The Rock was the other one I was going to mention. But the uh, I don't even know why I went through his whole IMDb page and I didn't even like Hunt for Red October didn't click for me. But now that you mentioned it, um, that character in that movie was amazing. And yes. I love how it's like they're not even he's not even really the villain. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. So, and I love that because I mean, obviously it comes from the novel, right? So mm-hmm. it, it's different, but I, I love the way he played that character. It was, yeah. it was awesome. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, if I had to choose, it might be that, but tied with Indiana Jones and the last crusade for sure. Well, uh, let me ask you this. So uh, we, we talk about James Bond, but another, another character that is similar to Bond that has a long running of people playing him is Jack Ryan. Yeah. Is that your favorite Jack Ryan movie? For me or for Keith? For either of you. Um, now it is. I mean, yeah, I I like it a lot. I mean, because I, yeah, I'm I'm a big Alec Baldwin fan as well. Like a, a recent, like older Alec Baldwin. So it was cool to see him young. Yeah, and Thirty Rock Alec Baldwin. So I. Yeah, I, that one's probably my favorite one, and I haven't actually seen all of them, but I've seen uh, like two or three of them, and I really like that one. And I need to watch the Amazon series, though. I've heard yeah, it's you amazing. Do. Yeah, you do. Yes, uh, yes, you do. Uh, yes, that's my favorite Jack Ryan. Anything. Um, this just I obviously I speak about much much I love this movie, but I think Alec Baldwin that played the best. All the Jack Ryans are good. Everybody that's played him is good. Um, they're all different. Uh, but I think Alec Baldwin captures him best. He, they went more Harrison Ford. Uh, they went, made him more of an action guy, which he's not, you know, but it was okay. Oh, well, Those movies Jack Ryan, cool. yeah. And then, of course, the TV series makes him, he's he's out there. It's like watching Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> Keith, that's, that's incredible, though. Like, come on, man. No, no, it's good. It's very good for what they're doing. But <laughs> I, that's that's not what Jack Jack Ryan's much more of a reluctant 
kind of he's not like a give me a gun and I'm going in like kind of guy. He's not like that at all. But but it's it's good for what they do. I, I think John. Well, that's kind of how. Has anyone seen the Chris Pine one? Yeah, that's okay. It's not. Yeah, great. So I feel like Jack Ryan is like portrayed as an action guy. Yeah. But then when I watched Hunt for Red, Hunt for Red October, I was like, he's not really like he'll. They sent him over there, and he he'll get involved in the missions, but he's not the one. You know, he doesn't. He's not like hand me two guns and let me go in there. Like, exactly. yeah, he, he, yeah. he doesn't want to go. He's but they like, could do whatever they want with the character. But yeah, still, yeah. yeah, that's fine. It, well, I will say this, and we'll, we'll get back to Connor in a sec. But uh, uh, surprisingly, I think right after Alec Baldwin is Ben Affleck. Um, yeah, he played it great. You know, yeah. they kind of the sum of all fears is a great. I love that book too, and that book, the movie's different, a little bit different. But um, I actually like that movie. Uh, it's kind of got mixed reviews as well. But I thought he played Jack Ryan. Uh, it's very similar to um, Talek Baldwin's. I I, th I thought he was really good. I thought he was actually really good as Jack Ryan. So it's weird that none of them like stuck. You know, like Alec Baldwin didn't want to do it. Harrison Ford did two of them, and then he moved on. Uh. You know, the Ben Affleck one, it just didn't really do well at the box office, so he didn't get to do it anymore. Nobody saw the Chris Pine one, so he didn't get to do it, and now they just made it a TV series. So um, I think they're all they're all pretty good uh, in their own different ways. Um, but uh, I will say, Jacob, another one I was going to bring up, uh, going back to Connery, one I would highly recommend for you. I, I don't know, if Jake, I don't know if you've maybe seen this either, but have you seen The Untouchables? I have no. Oh. But Both I want to. It was and the one movie on his IMDb list where I was like, I have to watch that. You do have to. Just in honor of Connery this weekend, man, watch The Untouchables, man. The movie's so good, man. So, so good. Brian De Palma, it's, yeah, man, it's, this movie's great. It, it was Kevin Costner as uh, Elliot Ness. Rob De Niro plays Al Capone. Movie's Andy Garcia. Great. Yep. 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 Uh, man. Movie's good. I don't add well. No, Jake. I know you don't really like mobster stuff necessarily, but I think you would really like this movie. I do. Like it's, and this is this was the one after those two that I mentioned. Um, I would put that. I, I think I. The movie is uh, it's a better movie than The Rock, uh, but I'm trying to go off of performance. But I would put this one, uh, Connery, slightly ahead of The Rock. He's so great in it. See, the thing about The Rock is. One of my favorite fan theories is like that that's James Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, and no one's come out to dispute that. No one's been like, no, <laughs> you know, so it's, they don't say his name. He's a British spy, right? He was, that was disavowed by the British government. They don't claim him. It's, <laughs> it's, it's exactly what would happen to that James Bond, you know? <laughs> they just throw him in an American sense. prison. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> has anybody seen the 74 uh, Murder on the Orient Express? No. Oh no! I forgot. Yeah, he's oh, in that. He was. He? he was in that. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. And has anybody seen Highlander? I've heard Never the original Highlander. Highlander is amazing. Uh, it's it's good. I remember seeing it as a kid, and I probably haven't seen that in probably 15 years at least. Um, you know, because I, 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 um, one of my best friends used to love the TV series, and so there was so a I watched TV it. Series? Oh, there's been a, there's a couple of TV series, yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a couple of them. Um, and he wasn't in it. He wasn't in the TV show, of course. But it's 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 okay. It's a little. Yeah, I I don't think it holds up very well. Like I said, I haven't watched it in a few years, but I doubt that it holds up very well. But it was cool <laughs> when I was a kid, you know. 
So. No, I've heard I've heard good things about it. That the first one's good and the second yeah. one's terrible. Um, another fun fact that I don't know if you guys know this, but Sean Connery turned down playing Gandalf. Yeah. Um, so he could shoot League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Which I was just going to bring this movie up. Yeah. Um, one, I didn't know that fact, and that's just wow. And the Matrix. Wow. But uh, we got Ian McKellen, so it, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I would absolutely love to see Sean Connery in that role. Goodness, um, yeah. he turned out Gandalf and uh, Morpheus in the Matrix. He's one of the. I, I be... knew Morpheus. I knew. Yeah. Morpheus. Wow, Matrix could have been Sean Connery and Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, but no, I, I wanted to say that the one redeeming quality of the League of Extraordinary Men is. Sean Connery and how he plays that character. He's just, he's so charming and magnificent in everything he does. It was just the one thing that he couldn't redeem enough. Yeah. That's, I I hate that that's his last movie. Yeah. I'm a, I remember we were talking about it on Nerd Nation and Brian, Brian, because Brian Brian hadn't seen it, of course. And he's like, I should watch that movie. Like, Brian, it's telling you right now. Uh, movie's awful. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, maybe he said. I mean, he said he had seen it. I can't remember. <laughs> but I can't remember. But no, it's it's yeah. It's it is like you said. It's it's pretty unfortunate that that's the last movie on his resume. Did you hear why? Did I remember? Listen, I was listening to. I can't remember what I was listening to. And the reason why? Uh, well, because he turned down. He turned down Lord of the Rings because he couldn't understand it, right? Because you know, because I mean, it's Tolkien, and he just knew that it was difficult read he's like i can't i don't understand this and so he passed on that same thing with the matrix and they were both kind of around the same time and so he just and it, those movies became huge you know both made like a billion dollars and he was just like he just took the next thing that came to him got it he was like well i turned down two movies that were both super successful he got another script it would lead a league of extraordinary gentlemen and said i don't yeah, understand maybe this he thought this was going to be that's what he said. He said, "Well, I, I don't understand this one either, but I'll take it because it might be a huge hit." And then, and after that, he was just like, he said that, uh, "Well, obviously, my my ability to choose good projects is gone." So he just stopped acting. That's so unfortunate because that yeah, that yeah, was seventeen or probably even like nineteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and it sounds like he was kind of losing. Kind of, I think dementia was settling in a little bit from what I was hearing over the years about him and. You know, it's sad, you know, sad to hear, obviously, because, you know, this is one of our I, I, I think about uh, Gene Hackman as well, because he's he's yeah, he's up into his 90s. Very similar. Very I'm hearing, similar. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing similar stuff about him. So it's like, man, these are two of our like heavyweight guys of all time. And, uh, but, you know, it's, they're getting older. They got they got a good, good, good lives in, good careers. And I know there's some problematic stuff with Sean Connery. That's. Not not great to hear, <laughs> you know. Um, real quick, I know it's off topic, but can anybody name Gene Hackman's m- last film? Oh, was it that, mm. that Mayor it was, movie? It was, before, it was before Sean Connery's last film. Really? Yeah, I thought where he's at the mayor wow. small something. Uh, You're on the right track, Keith. It's Welcome to Moosport. Welcome to, yeah, yeah, Welcome to Moosport, yeah. It's uh, Ray uh, Romano. With Ray, Ray Romano, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. I didn't know it was that long ago. That was 04. Oh, that 04. Wow, yeah. I was thinking it was before that. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. That's crazy. So, yeah. as big Bond fans, what is your guys' favorite Sean Connery Bond film? 
Oh, this is, oh man. Do you, is there one that's a highly regarded as the best one? Goldfinger. Yeah. Okay. I would, I would probably say Goldfinger, but Dr. No is the very first one. Dr. No is brilliant. It's, it's really good. Um, but also one that I, I personally like is Thunderball. Oh God. I, I, I personally like Thunderball a little bit, but I, I would say Dr. No and Goldfinger probably for me. Thunderball, okay. so it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's what it is. It's, and I, just, I just remember like this. Is... I mean, but just, just think of this. Think, think of this back in the day. The, these are the release dates for the movies. Yeah, yeah. Dr. No in 62. Hmm. From Russia with Love in 63. Oh, that was pretty good. That was actually Goldfinger good. in 64. Thunderball in 65, <laughs> and you only live twice in 67. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They were just cranking those yeah. out. Well, never, when was never, never say never? When's that? Never say never was 83. Because I was no, looking no, at no, like, no. how do they shoot? How did he do this many? <laughs> and then that's why, because they're it's in such really? a short period of time. Yeah. So never say never, and there was never say never again. Forever was 71, and never say never was 83. Really? Mm hmm. I, I would uh, instead of I would also add from Russia with love is also really good. It is. Really yeah, good. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not too informed on the early Bond film, so I was curious. Do, uh, doctor, you, I, another one I think, I well, think you'd like Dr. No. Dr. No is the first one, right? Dr. No is really perfect. Good. I could start yeah. with that one. It's really yeah. good. Awesome. Well, any last thoughts, guys, on Sean Connery before we get going? Great life. Great, great life, great career. Gonna yeah. gonna obviously miss him. I haven't seen him in movies for a while, but uh what what an impact he made. Oh yeah. Definitely one of the greats who did it for let decades. My, let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> and we'll leave it off on that note. So before we get out of here, Jake, do you want to tell them about our other show that we have here at Apocalypse Movies? Yeah, so uh tomorrow afternoon, per usual, you can join uh myself, Jacob, uh Brian, and then the occasional drop-in from Geo and Keith when time permits for our Mandalorian review show, The Fandalorian Club. Um, we go live on Friday afternoons at 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on the channel. Uh, and we break down each episode, um, episode by episode, and we just talk about theories and speculations and Easter eggs and uh, what we thought of the episode, where we think the season is headed, and what we can possibly see in the next episode. Um, so every Friday, uh, you know, the episodes drop on Friday mornings on Disney Plus, and you can catch us live right here, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the channel for the Fandalorian Club uh, and our Mandalorian review show. And like I said, um, we're, we're going to be doing our best as the season goes on to uh, make sure we get Keith and G1 because it's going to be getting a lot deeper in stuff. Yes. Story as the Full season. Spoiler goes. discussions as well. Exactly. And so uh, it, it'll definitely be a lot more fun once we get those guys out later on when more stuff is actually happening in the season. But for now, make sure you guys are checking that out. It's a lot of fun. And you can also find an audio too. So pretty, pretty good so far, man. Two, two really good ones. I love that first one. I, I got I, I I got some crazy theories for its head, but I'm not gonna tell them now. Okay, okay. This this second one, man, I'm watching it. Like we're I'm I'm it's really good, and then it gets to the craziness near the end. I'm like, oh I hate this. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was that was that was kicking up my anxiety a lot. I was like, oh I oh, I can't stand this. Ooh, Keith's afraid of spiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, 
That, that means vote eight-legged freaks. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Eight-legged freaks. <laughs> Not with a big like cabin in the woods, if you feel like. Don't me. I can, I can, I can just you know vacuum them up or sweep them up with the broom. <laughs> Get out of not, here, man. Not the big ones. All <laughs> right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Apocalypse. Now, like Jake said, join us on Friday, tomorrow, if you're watching this as it premieres. And for the Fandalorian Club, where we're going to review whatever chapter 11 is called of 11? The Mandalorian. We don't. Is it chapter 11? Chapter 11, episode Nine, 10. Yes. Yeah, episode three of season two. It's and so of confusing course, if you're doing that. It's so confusing. I know. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know, right? But I guess it's just a bunch of chapters, and yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. It's going to be one long uh, thing of chapters. Well, yep, and don't forget to check out Apocalypse Now on Tuesday. And, of course, go to our the community tab again and vote on our next watch along. Mm-hmm. You get to decide what we're going to be watching um, the week of November 20th. And, of course, find us on any social media platforms at Apocalypse Movies. Thank you all for watching. We will see you all next time.